This story is called Dr. First, and it took place when I was a sophomore in college at Eastern Michigan. Um, I was a chemistry major, and I had a lab on the second floor of Jefferson, which was a science building. Uh, the lab was actually down a side corridor off the, off the main floor, and in that corridor there were a number of professors' offices, and there was one lab. Now, the lab was, I would say it was about uh, 10, 10 feet long, maybe longer than that, I'm not sure, but, uh, and pretty narrow. Inside was a sink, it had two big fume hoods, uh, and it had a long table and lots and lots of chemicals everywhere, big bottles of organic solvents, um, and we... My lab partner and I, Rod, um, we used to, he used to have one hood and I had the other one, and we used to run synthetic organic experiments in these hoods trying to make something called MOPA, um, which is alpha-methoxyphenylacetic acid. Anyways, so we used to have these large, I used to use in my reagents, I used to use liquid ammonia, and so I had this tank of liquid ammonia gas kind of tilted on its side, you know, with hoses running into the fume hood. And inside the fume hood, we had glassware that was, you know, stirring and bubbling and dripping. And all around the lab was, you know, at this point, dirty dishes because we only cleaned up the lab, you know, once, at least once a month or not more than once a month when every piece of glassware in the lab was just dirty and we just got tired of washing dishes as we needed them. We would just stop and wash every dish. It would take about a day and a half, and we would clean this. Anyways, that's not the story. The story is <clears throat> where uh, in this hallway where I said there were a number of professors' offices, one of the professors' office, which was directly across the hallway from the door of the lab, was a guy by the name of Dr. First. Now, Dr. First, uh, where the story gets its name, he was the professor who had the class for the pre-nursing. So basically it was freshmen, primarily women, uh, freshmen women who probably dreaded taking chemistry, especially at the high, you know, not even at the high school, now at the college level. But if they wanted to be pre-nursing, they had to, they had to take a chemistry class. Now, I, the class was probably, they taught you how to boil water, and they taught you how to make instant grits, and, you know, very I'm sure very simple stuff. But uh, nonetheless, they did have exams, and there were times when this, the young ladies would go up to see Dr. First to, you know, ask him a question about homework or about an exam or about arguing points about it, whatever it was, that they would come up to visit this professor, that they would have to come by, and they'd be right across from the lab. Now, Dr. First was never around, even though he had office hours posted. And the guy was just never there to be found. And invariably, these young ladies would knock on the lab door, they'd peer inside, and they'd see Rod and I working away. Uh, you know, we both had long lab coats, which were tattered from, you know, acid burns, and they were dirty and stained, and the lab was a mess, and there was things bubbling and churning. It was real balligan. And uh, they would come in, and, and first of all, they would just be shocked to find these two mad scientists in this, like, catacomb little corner uh, in a very crowded, you know, busy lab. And they would, you know, knock on the door, and they go, excuse me, can you tell me where Dr. First is? And then Rod and I used to go into this routine where, you know, we would pretend like we were, you know, mad scientists like the Jerry Lewis absent-minded professor, and I would turn around and go, um, 
Dr. First? Uh, just a minute. Uh, Rod, have you seen Dr. First? And Rod would say, no, I haven't seen him, Dave. And I would say, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure where he is. You know, if you want to leave a message, I'm sure you could leave a message and just slide it under the door. I mean, he should be back any minute. Wouldn't you say that would be right, you know, Rod? And Rod would say, that's affirmative, Dave. And, and the girls used to, like, their jaws used to drop, and they'd go, did you? They look at each other and they start giggling. Then one of them run out and get their girlfriend, and they'd come back with their girlfriend. and They go, "Ask that guy. Ask the one over there. Ask him where Doctor First is." And then their girlfriend would, you know, say, "Excuse me, could you tell me where Doctor First is?" And then we'd go into this routine again. We go, "Ah, Doctor First. Um, I'm really, I'm, you know, I'm really not sure. You know, he was here, but I'm not sure where he is now. Um, I really don't know. I really, really don't know. Uh, do you have a question for him?" And so these girls, they they would go away giggling, and uh, or giggling and laughing, and they would, you know, just in shock about how these two nerdo guys were in this lab with these lab coats and things were bubbling. Anyways, eventually Rod and I would start laughing ourselves once they had gone away and uh, it was something that we used to do, you know, a couple times a semester and invariably these young, you know, pre-nursing ladies would come by and uh, even though most of college was, you know, a torture, uh, there were some fun moments and this was one of them where we would pretend to be these mad scientists uh, and we would pretend to do this this routine we called Dr. First. Anyways, that's the story. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, it was all done in jest. Anyways, have a great day. Bye.